This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Chris Gary, and Jared Timms. G'day, punters. Welcome to episode 29 of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. Another big week of rugby league form, finals, and finesse, I suppose. My name is. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. My name is Jared Timms. With me as he is each and every week. 63 games for the Broncos. Jarrell Yao Yi. They call me Shooter McGavin also. Has good to anyone, be back, boys. Has anyone ever called you that? <laughs> no, but I just felt like shooting my fingers <laughs> because it is finals fever every week. And look, tw- episode 29, it's really good to be a part of this. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's amazing. And we're going to hit 30 by the end of the season. Yes. Who would have guessed? 30? You're joking. 30 episodes. Did you say 30? <laughs> yeah. You've just heard him there. Also with us as he is each and every week. It's Ned's podcast bicycle. Ryan Cole. There it is again. Right now, I'll jump aboard. Don't you worry. (laughs) Gerald's a bit toey, listeners. Uh, We won't get too much into that, but no, good to be here. Can't wait to talk to footy. Three podcasts today, Ryan. Yeah, flat out, mate. I'm a man of all trades. AFL, NFL, NRL. But this is your favourite. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it all started. I'm loyal to the soil. I'm taking my clothes. I like it, though. Piss me. <laughs> All right, also with us, as he has been quite a bit in the second half of the season, it's Rugby League writer's own Oscar Panifex, grand final winner as well. Uh, yeah, yes. congratulations. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Well done, the well mighty done, well UQ done. Hounds. Best back- on ground? No, not even. Yeah. Not, not even close. But uh, yeah, back-to-backs for the boys. So yeah, it was, it was awesome. Winner's piss week. is always better too, mate. Yeah, it's way better. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, pretty comfortable win in the end, eh? Hey? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a... It, it was a tough game, like a competitive game, but yeah, blew out at the end. I think it was 32 to six or something like that. Oh, so QT Trouts. It's nice that you're really humble, hum, <laughs> humble in your winnings too. That's yeah. right. There's, to, you humble. know, there's times to be humble and there's times, and this was probably not the time to be humble. You're going back to back. Like, I'll, come I'll, on. I'll keep I'll humble now and I'll, I'll, I'll lose my head at Silly Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mad Monday at Giles didn't happen. That was a lie. Uh, yeah, it's in the works. No. Uh, I'll speak up. <laughs> no, my wife gets back on Sunday. <laughs> Uh, hence the uh, bicycle chat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be looking forward to, uh, yeah, getting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's... What you're looking forward to this weekend is the Prime Minister's Eleven, which yeah, is yeah. happening on Saturday night. And you've just gotten off the phone with Daily Cherry Evans. Is he looking forward to it? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> I spoke to him obviously right now here in Brisbane. The weather is terrible. Um, Lanina, I think they call mm-hmm. her. Uh, she's coming back again for another year. Uh, and it looks like it's just going to be torrential rain or Christmas time. Lucky I'm going to Canada, just like this man very shortly yes. as well. So uh, I won't be having to put up with any of that. But they've, they're they they're happy to be in camp. Um, go have lunch with the boys tomorrow and, uh, you know, if you get a feel of uh, how many points they'll hopefully put on uh, PNG. I mean, I know PNG have hey, got yeah, a good yeah, side. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, that's why I said it. <laughs> Throwing it out there. So you're involved on Saturday as well? No. It's on, is it on Sunday? Sunday. 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 Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, Saturday. No, yeah. not involved, but um, I'll be I'll be there, hopefully. I'll catch the NRLW mm. semifinals as well and then the two um, PM's 13 games. Uh, and, yeah, I'll have a soft spot for – uh, there's a bunch of hunters in that yeah. uh, that PNG line. I really so, look yeah. forward to see how Kyle Laybot goes mm. like in that side. I mean, we've seen him against uh, Tonga, I believe it was uh, New Zealand, New Zealand, no, no, no Tonga, uh, Fiji, Fiji. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah and he, he absolutely brained, had a great game. Yep. So yeah, I want to see him go up against the best because I know they've you know there, there was a lot of good talk about him, um, you know, being this player and you know rising to the occasion. So mm. hopefully the the international side of it brings the best footy out of him because I thought he was he was crazy in that gun. side. Yeah. yeah, really good in that game. Going to be a huge weekend of foot. Last weekend, six clubs became four. The Raiders and the Sharks became the next two clubs to kick off their Mad Monday celebrations. Mm. Was the highlight for you Souths winning again, Oscar? Oh, you guessed it. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, really, really um, a great win for Souths. Obviously a bit concerning with the injuries um, to come out of it. Havili's already been ruled out. Yeah. Uh, Jai Arrow with that groin niggle and AJ 
um, with his hip flexor, I believe. So, mm. yeah, some some big, I guess, concerns for South this week, but it's finals time, baby. Got to get up for it. Certainly. A draw was a yeah, I'd call us Notre Dameers, boys. I mean, I think we called everything that happened last week pretty comfortably. I mean, I look, it looked like the Sharks were really flat. Um, just they didn't look like they come out of the blocks, and we we spoke about that how, you know how that um that game was going to affect them mm. um, against the cows going mm. to a hundred minutes, and then obviously we we knew Para were going to come out of the uh, out of the blocks, and we called it again. We knew Mitchell Moses would have had to stand up. He did, uh, and the Raiders probably didn't finish the way that they wanted to, but you know with all the talks that uh, Ricky had after the game and all the you know comments that he said, you know he's super proud to to where these players got to. They had a lot of injuries early in the year. Mm. Uh, uh, didn't really set them up to where they wanted to be. If they were a top four side, they probably would have gone a little bit further. But um, I'm pretty happy with the sides that are going through to the mm. the prelims. I think, yeah, I think we're going to see some really quality football this weekend. And um, you know, finals footy never really lets us down. Even if that, even both games were blowouts on the weekend, you could see the intensity uh, in both teams. But I think this this week. Yeah, we're going to see it. We're going to see it go up another level. They are absolutely enormous. These prelims this weekend. I thought we'd do exactly what we did last week. Let's dig deep into both sides and our predictions on Friday night. The Cowboys taking on the Eels up in Townsville. Let's start with the home side. 15th in 2021. Mm. Just to reiterate my prediction from the start of the season, I think they'll probably get the spoon this year and Todd Payton will be the first coach sack. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best uh, <laughs> best start of the season. When we first started doing that together, yeah. um, I thought, who is this crazy person that put me with? Uh, and it, didn't, yeah. it didn't show like that at all. I mean, they proved a lot of people wrong there, Jared. It's not just you. I mean, boys, mm, like, like I, I didn't think they were going to be as outstanding as they were. I didn't think they were going to be terrible, but um, it just shows. Like Todd Payton's, he's turned back the clock, and he's, you know, he's he's given a bit of a tough love in preseason. He's trained them really hard up there, and I think you have to have a really unique group to to be able to pass that off and to to show on the field because it doesn't work. We we've seen with a lot of these young players, these young kids that come through, they break pretty easily, and they don't like the hard, they don't like to do the hard work sometimes. And in this day and age, you know, we we find ourselves uh, with coaches who are like, nah, we've got to manage them, we've got to make sure we look after them. Well, he just threw that out the window and said, nah, we're going to go back old school and we're going to we're going to smash them during the preseason. And I thought they were going to fall a little bit off at the end, but it seems like they're their conditioning, their fitness, and the way they've managed them during the year, they've been outstanding. And they're obviously they're, they're one win away. And I, I think this game is going to be very, very tight, but I, I think that I think the cows win this. Yeah, well, they were really good throughout the entire season. Unlucky not to get that top two berth. Mm. They didn't need it in the end. They beat the Sharks. They've had the week off. Uh, it's one of the most parochial home crowds in the entire league as well, the one up in Townsville. Uh, what do you think? Who do you think the key player is? How do they get this done this weekend, Oscar? For the Cowboys? Yeah, for the cows. <clears throat> I think it's going to be through the middle. Um, we know that's Parramatta's strength <clears throat> through their forward pack. Excuse me. Um, so I think for the Cowboys, um, you know, and their whole season's been built on effort and just competing for everything um, on their goal line. They work really hard from the inside and make you play wider, which um, probably plays into their hands in regards to the good Parramatta, which targets the middle, and the bad Para, which which shifts the ball um, probably before they've earned the right to. Uh, so, yeah, for the Cows, I'm looking at guys like Jason Tamalolo. I think Cohen Hess has been hugely underrated this year um, and Ruben Cotter. Yeah, so if those guys can step up, then it Cows every chance. The Eels' inconsistency, in my opinion, was at an all-time high this year, but that also didn't matter. They snuck into the four, did lose to the Panthers a couple of weeks mm. ago, but... Uh, Look, they've bounced back with a 44-4 thrashing of the Raiders last week. I've been highly critical of Mitchell Moses all year. To his credit, I thought he was 
absolutely mm. outstanding last yeah. weekend, particularly after that injury cloud that he was under yep. all week. Is the key to their success again him this week? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, like we, we they played a lot of footy through him. Um, he managed the side really well. And that just makes it a lot easier for Clint Gutherson and Dylan Brown to do their thing. I mean, you, you know, we, we look at the game in this day and age and we think, you know, both halves are pretty, you know, five and a half back are very similar. But if you've got a side like Parramatta that have someone like Mitch Moses who likes to be in charge, I remember talking to Corey Norman, you know, when he was at Parramatta and he didn't like playing a lot of footy with, like he liked him as a person, but he was a very controlling player mm. and it shows on the field. That's what yeah. he wants. He loves to control. So they did that on the weekend. And if you look back on games where they've lost uh, and he went missing, is that's when they when they weren't winning footy games. So, yeah, he's going to have to take control again. I Look, I, I, I think um, it's going to be an outstanding game. I, I really think they're going to, the, the crowd, I know that we talk about crowds a lot, but um, if the Cowboys put themselves in a right position, it'll be hard to drown out that noise. It's going to be hard to make that Cowboys, those Cowboys fans, um, you know, silent. And they're going to be behind their team the whole way. Like I said, I think it's going to be a tight game. I think Mitchell Moses will have to have the game of his career. So will Clint Gutherson, Dylan Brown. Um, Reed Mahoney, I mean, we talk about players as well who've probably got to be injected if you talk about the middle. Mm. Hey, I think instead of you know, giving it to the big boys. He's probably got to start running in this game and in, in this individually game because, yeah, they're going to be up on the on the forwards very, very hard, I think, in the middle. I must admit that when I did the form on this game earlier in the week, I didn't have nearly as much between them as the bookies seem to. For no. that, so for that reason, I thought that the Eels line two and a half was pretty good value there. Do you guys give them any chance or are you all siding with the cows? No, I give them every chance, I think. Um, the way they played last week, like I said, really, really front-loading their efforts through the middle. Uh, Moses kind of directing and Dylan Brown running mm. the ball so much down that left edge. His combination with Sean Lane, um, whether Tom Opacek's there or they have to do a bit of a reshuffle, I don't think that changes things for them too much down that edge. I think that's still their strength. Um, yeah, absolutely, every chance. Parra's got a really, really strong pack. Uh, so, yeah. I think they're they're in for it. I think there are a chance. The crowd and the heat and everything in North Queensland is going to be their biggest challenge. They haven't won there since 2017, and they also haven't played outside of Sydney since round 12, I think. Wow. But I think if they get their forwards into this game, so we saw Sean Lane and mm. Isaiah Papali'i mm. both have over 150 metres last week, that's going to be a key area for them, and that's where they've also been let down during the year against teams like Penrith. But the so. other thing is, with in, in that in mind, if that's Paris' key to winning, mm. you can easily take that out mm. of the game. Yeah. And that's by kicking to the corners, yeah. making them come out of their – coming out of trouble and making it really boring football. Because if you're, you know – on the back foot all the time, then obviously they're going to they're gonna thrive off that. And that's the only way forwards really get those metres. Mm. The big boys in the middle, the only reason they get those metres is because you're on the back foot. So I know Todd Payton will have a plan and players like Tom Dearden, uh, you know, a copyright of Cooper Cronk, he'll make a boring game. He, he'll kick to a mm. corner. He'll, he'll put too. it up. Chad Townsend as well. They'll put it up and they'll make them work for it. And they'll wait and they'll be patient. Where Parama um, Parramatta are a team who we need it to happen now mm -hmm. and we love to happen now and we want it to happen now. And that's how they play their footy. And so it's going to be see, it's going to be interesting to see how each coach uh, approaches this game. Fascinating game, Ryan. Fascinating. That's Fascinating. the word. <laughs> Absolutely. On Saturday, it's a grand final rematch between the Panthers and your Bunnies, Oscar. Fair to say mm. the Panthers have been the benchmark again this season. Yep. Very, very impressive on the way to another minor premiership. They made a real statement against the Eels a couple of weeks ago yep. as well. Now, we thought they might be a little bit flat in that game, given they hadn't played as a full cohesive unit yeah. with Nathan Cleary for six weeks or so. But boy, they were good. Another week off. Uh, do you think that plays into their favour again now? 
Well, it's probably got to be a disclaimer on anything I say about this game, really. Uh, I'll ask Gerard after yeah, this was, as well. Yeah. Uh, there's been a bit of chat about the fact they've only played one game of footy together in the last three or four weeks. I don't know how much that's going to affect their form. I think they deserve to be very short price favourites uh, at the moment. But, yeah, I think the confidence that um, Latrell brings to Souths um, and the way that they're playing at the moment, they've, they've got a lot of momentum. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be backing my boys. What do you think of Penrith? I think the Cows and the Parramatta Eels are rubbing their hands together because they play Friday night mm. and they get to watch these two teams. They hate each other, these two sides. They get they watch these two teams bash each other and go, they got a shorter, shorter, a day shorter turnaround than we do to a grand final against us. Yeah, I, I think I think whoever goes through on that side is gonna be buggered. Like out yeah. of out of Rabbitohs and Penrith, this is going to be a bloodbath. Like this is, <clears throat> we are going to see what we seen last year in the grand final at Suncorp Stadium. This is this is huge for our game. This this probably should have been the grand final, you know. And um, the rematch is outstanding. You, I just know for a fact that either side are not going to take a backward step. Mm. Um, I think the ref the the, the refing of this you know game is going to have to be very good. I think he's going to have to let a few things go. We spoke about that last week. I think early in the game, you're going to have to let a few things go and, and let them get their, their bearings and then say, all right, boys, you got that out of your system. Let's bring it back in because otherwise we're going to see another six send-offs because these two teams, they genuinely don't like each other and they do not want to lose to the other side. I'm not saying that the Parramatta Cowboys, are, but there's not as bad much bad blood there is that has been built over the last two or three years with these two sides. Mm. So... It's going to be an absolute pull. I see this going to extra time. Really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I see it going to extra time. And that's why I'm saying I think Parramatta or the Cowboys have, you know, whoever wins on Friday night is rubbing their hands together because if it goes to extra time, that means you've got a, a, another leg up in, you know, taking that energy away from that side yeah. the week after. And later in a game, in a grand final, you lose just, you know, it could be 1%. And that's all it takes in a, in a grand final to, to win a game. So I think it goes to extra time. I I look, I, I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you who wins because I think it's going to be tight. Well, Souths have timed their run of form absolutely yeah. incredibly here, but they have opened $3.15 outsiders here at Neds this week. Oscar, Ooh. how can your boys get this done again? Well, there's been a lot of chat about Lockie Elias this week in the media. Um, I think he's been – what he's shown over the last couple of games, I, I think – I'm probably biased, but I've seen it all through the year. Um, really good signs for him as a first-year halfback. Uh, that whole right edge, I think, has been really strong. We talk yeah. Usually when we talk about Souths, it's the left edge. Um, but I think Keon Kalamatangi, Lachlan Ilias, and Campbell Graham in particular, um, who's been playing with a broken rib the last two weeks, and some of his efforts, uh, especially off the ball, have just been superb. So, yeah, I think that right edge um, is a key for Souths, but obviously it's Cam Murray, I think. We saw what he can do. Whether he's winning a quick play of the ball, making a little half tackle, compressing the defense, getting to his feet, um, and then we're playing off the back of that, or he's in at first receiver, straightening the attack up, and then shifting out the back to uh, Cody or, or Lockie. I think Cam Murray's just been superb the last few weeks. I think it's interesting. Um, Latrell's been the one speaking to the refs during the game, so Murray's still named captain. He still does all the post match, but it looks like we've um, they've just kind of allowed Cam to focus on. Playing footy when, it, when it's on game day, he's, he's ruined as well. Like he's working hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's working. He's working. <clears throat> the last two weeks of that's the he's he's playing his best footy. Mm. So maybe he's just tired. Yeah, that's not a bad shout <laughs> he's, he's just buggered. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm just so excited about this game. It's it's got everything to it. Um, if this was the grand final, we'd be we'd be licking our lips. Absolutely, you know, like, yeah. but it's not. Um, but I think we've got a great game on Saturday. 
So Jarrell thinks it's going to go to extra time. Yeah, look, I think I think there's a field goal in it, or they go to extra line, or there's a there's a penalty goal. I think there's nothing in this game. Yeah, right. And I think the bookies are, you know, being generous to 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 Penrith. I mean, to your Penrith and. You know, there's a there's a fair bit of money there, three dollars for for South. I mean, if you're a South fan, I'd be, I mean, don't put your house on it, but like, <laughs> you know, that's a that's a pretty good price to yeah. be to be playing in a high stakes game. This other team haven't played. We talked about you. You asked about it. Round nineteen was ever when they were all back together. Yeah, okay. So they haven't been, you know, apart from last week, um, they haven't been all together since round nineteen. So, um, you know, you. Yeah, it's roller coaster. You have to be perfect now. There's no, there's no if the if the buts about it. You got to be perfect. What does your red and green blood say? How does it end? Uh, well, I certainly like the line from a betting perspective. Mm, I yeah. think you touched on the value there for South. I think eight and a half is where the line is now. I'll definitely be gobbling that up. Um, where does my heart think it's going? Yeah, Come on, well, is that obvious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Glory, glory, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, how's it going? Yeah, I'm firmly on the fence too. I I would probably if I was betting on this, I'd probably back Penrith at the margin, 1-13. to 13. Um, You've already sort of alluded to the battle at lock. I think Cameron Murray versus Isaiah mm. Yo is the key matchup in yeah. this. But like Penrith's lost one game when with, with Nathan Cleary yeah. playing, so it's yeah. just like so hard to back against them. I'm with Penrith. There you yeah. go, punters. We have no idea who's going to win the first game, and we <laughs> yeah. have less idea who's going to <laughs> win the for second listening. game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the NRLW enters its first week of finals this week too. Yes. Huge prelims played on Sunday afternoon. Oscar, your prediction of a Knights Roosters GF still well and truly alive here. Yeah, I wish I'd got on that. Well, those clubs are going to start favourites in their game this week. The mm. first game really does look to be the pick for mine. The Knights taking on the Dragons. Yep. How does this one play out? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm Sticking with my Cronella tip, I think Knights will take care of the Dragons. Um, I think the importance of the forward packs in the NRLW competition, especially over the last few weeks, we've seen teams that can dominate in yardage and play on the front foot. It's really hard to reverse mm. that. Um, you either need a really, really good kicking game um, or you need to be able to soak up pressure, which is something that um, we've seen some of those lower teams really struggle with. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on the Knights. I think Caitlin Johnson and Millie Boyle um, – are going to be really hard to stop through the middle there. We know I've spoken a bit about Elsie Albert um, for the Dragons. She's an absolute gun, uh, but I don't think the Dragons have enough muscle through the middle to to slow down the Knights. Have you been keeping an eye on the NRLW? This oh, season? look, I did watch the um, <clears throat> a little bit. I did watch the, the uh, Broncos girls go down, and uh, I mean, obviously, pretty devastating. Um, this mm. is the first time they haven't made the mm. the finals, and uh, you know, it's sort of we spoke about dynasties earlier last week uh in you know in our ch in our chats Jared and I think there's going to be a lot of changes at the Broncos for them to be um you know successful probably next year I think you know we I watched uh you know Ali Brigginshaw's interview after the game you know it just shows how much it means to these yeah. girls yeah. um losing that and um yeah it's it, it was tough to watch I mean Tough to tough to watch as a Broncos ex player. Tough to watch as a Broncos fan in an, in an all as a club this year because, yeah, I think it's a failure. Um, you know, from from both uh, NRLW and and the uh, and the men's side. So yeah, it's been tough. Well, the Roosters taking on the Eels in the second game. The Roosters yep. one dollar twenty favourites this afternoon here Wednesday, yep. but the Eels full of confidence after Gerald touched on there beating the Broncos mm -hmm. last week. Yeah, a, a great effort from Parramatta last week to beat the Bronx and like. In the Broncos' defence, they played some really good footy in patches. Probably um, were left it too late. Yeah, they too. did. Yeah. Um, Eels just came out absolutely firing, and they won the middle. They won the ruck. Mm -hmm. um, they played most of the first half in Broncos' territory. Yeah. Um, yeah, Roosters, I think, if you're looking for a safe bet this weekend and you're interested in twenty odds, then uh, <laughs> the Roosters um, is your pick. They're, if you're looking for evidence that they're the best drilled team in the comp, and 
I've used that phrase to talk about their men's side for a long time as well, the way yeah. that they fall into shape. But uh, they scored a try last week on the weekend. Jada Taylor, the under-19s Origin star, who scored that length of the field try in the Origin series earlier this year. Uh, Roosters debutized her at fullback last week and gave Samantha Bremner a rest. And she scored a try um, that I wrote about three weeks earlier as, as an opportunity for the Roosters. Um, Olivia Koenigs, their right-edge back rower, just taking a regulation hit up. Um, and the threat of Jess Sergis at centre outside mm. her forces the defensive centre to sit really wide. And as Olivia straightens up and takes her hit up, a big gap opens up off her hip on the right. Mm. Three weeks later, they set up for that exact same shape. Olivia pops a pass to no one, and the fullback sweeps around into that space and scores. Execution-wise, they did that great too. Mm. You know, it looked smooth. And she was so yeah. – it was like Pappenhausen yeah, the way that he was. comes it screaming was, onto shape. It was shape. smooth. You know, you know, sometimes it's probably one of the – we haven't seen a lot of that in the women's mm. game, but, you know, they're evolving crazily. It's yep. amazing to see. And, yeah, they executed it beautifully. Execution yeah. and intelligence, I think, like, they're obviously just working so hard. I mean, all teams are, I'm sure, but the Roosters, they're just getting it right at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty easy win for the Roosters on uh, Sunday, Saturday, this, Sunday. This could be the biggest weekend of rugby league all year. Mm. Yeah. We've got the Prime Minister's uh, 13 playing Sunday at Suncorp as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you think that it's ending, um, then the World Cup's around the corner. So, oh, fro- You've, frothing my poor misses frothing at the beer. Footy's <laughs> the real winner. Yeah. <laughs> Not even set up properly, but you've just given me a dream segue here, Gerard. Rugby League doesn't end at the grand final this You're welcome. year. The World Cup <laughs> takes centre stage in October. Now, we're going to do a one-off World Cup special before that, so we're not going to go too deep into anything now. But a few big announcements today yeah. I thought we should mm. touch on. Payne Haas has ruled himself out of the Kangaroos campaign. Given that Junior Bolo, Josh Papali'i have already declared their allegiance mm. to Samoa, do you think Australia is actually going to battle up front or is our depth just so good there that it's not really going to matter too much? I'll be, I haven't spent a lot of time looking at the options there. I, I wouldn't say we'll struggle. Um, but yeah. I think there'll be a lot of opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think I think whoever walks into a uh, an Australian jersey is going to definitely do, do it justice and... Um, yeah, I'm, we shouldn't be worried. As as Aussies, I mean, it's going to be great for international footy too. Like I, I'm, I'm over the days. Mm. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying. I don't want to be by. I'm over the days just seeing England, New Zealand, and Australia dominate. It's it's boring. Yeah, you know, it's actually really boring to watch all those games all the time. You know, especially for a. You know, for a TV perspective, you know, if you've got an international game and you go, oh, Samoa's playing Australia, 100% I'll tune in for that. Because we see some of these players that come out and want to play for them. And I'll give you another segue, Jared, to the next one. But there's another guy who's just reading my screen right here. (laughs) No. (laughs) But yeah, you know, it's just, it's, it's nice to see that the international game is growing and growing and growing. And, it's 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 a great opportunity after a lot you know two years of a pandemic that's really ruined the international game for mm. it to bring it back in the uh, in the UK in this fashion is really nice. Tonga were outstanding oh, in the last yeah. one. We know how good their rise yeah. has been, but Samoa Joseph Suwali yeah. today has declared himself for them, the joining best. the likes the of best. Jerome Luai, Brian Toto. Those props that we were just talking about here yep. are they the smoky this time well, around? I reckon they could be. How I mean, what is Samoa Tonga going to be if they if they clash? Can all, that happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, on the draw, oh, I didn't actually maybe. look at the draw. I mentioned no, maybe. Game in here, oh, yeah. look, anything's Imagine possible. Imagine if they did that one. Anything's Those possible in an international game, Jared. <laughs> yeah. uh, you just look, I mean, I think a lot of these uh, specific island sides have always struggled with spines, but they ain't so struggling mm, anymore. Nah. We're developing kids in the game right now that are playing in those positions week in and week out for teams that are from the Pacific Islands. And 
Yeah, I, I'm just so excited for all the Samoan people, all the Tongan people, the Fijians, the PNG, you know, fans. It's it's so beautiful to be able to see the game grow like this and it to be competitive at, a, at a, such a high level. Rugby league, let's get into some betting. The weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters with all the numbers, trends and odds you need to know. This is The Offload. All right, Ryan, let's kick it off as we always do this week's Don't Argue. Yeah, name I didn't think we'd be talking about this week. Tane Milne, third double of the season against the Sharks on Saturday night, paying $7.75. Also finished with three line breaks and three try assists. Uh, He was held scoreless in both meetings against the Panthers this year, so no surprise to find $3.35 any time on offer for him. Jarrell and Oscar, I'll ask both of you guys, we saw Nathan Cleary's kicking game force the Rabbitohs into a ton of errors during last year's grand final. Mm -hmm. How much pressure is on Milne this week to handle that aerial bombardment? A lot. A lot? In one (laughs) word? In one word or less? That's it, done. (laughs) I've seen seen, uh, pitches... At uh, Redfield yeah, Field, uh, bringing out the uh, the NFL um, ball shooter up uh, in the yep. sky. And I'm telling you this right now, when you, I've had plenty of practice on this thing, and when you put it to the the highest you can put it, it is hard to catch. So it's very accurate to be, to be a, you know, to a to a Nathan Cleary kick. Mm. They're very hard to catch, and um, I'm confident that they would have done enough work this week um, to be able to defuse him. But it's not only just about him kicking, but you got to they've got to get kick pressure on him to make sure that he doesn't have time yep. to do those kicks. We'll have to bring back the bomb for bucks that we used to do at the <laughs> yeah. I think it was AFL in our yeah, old days. Yeah, that uh, was also ruined by the pandemic. Actually, it's just yeah. we got that sorted right for the partnerships to launch, and then all the footy. Yeah, was not allowed to touch each other balls anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We had a few punters pals this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to follow that. Um, Rattled. I tried to talk over the top of it. It's clearly not worked. Yeah, look, it's always a rough round when uh, Mike Acevo and Alex Johnston don't score. So mm. the punters had a bit of a rough one. But we'll start with the Eels and the Raiders game. So this has been a really good trend for the entire year and even dating back to last season. So the Eels on the back of a loss. Um, they've now won 12 straight games on the back of a loss. Wow. So really good trend. Um, I said before the Eels haven't won in Townsville since 2017. What do they really have to do this week to snap the drought? That's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah. They've got to turn up and play like they did last yeah. week, probably yeah. better. Yeah. Geez, they've been inconsistent this year. Though. Yeah, I think I think it just comes down to their preparation. And I know earlier in the week as well, they've had a bit of interruption with uh, Mitchell Moses having to miss training, so they've had to move it as well. I mean, uh, just mm. you can't really help that type of stuff with family, issues, you know, funerals and whatnot. But it's that's. That's tough to have. This is almost like preparing for a grand final in a it way is. for them. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, the other name was Waka Blake anytime. $1.95 mm. last week against the Raiders. Really big odds booster for anyone that included him in their multi. Um, and we mentioned last week the Raiders have conceded a try in close to 70% of their games this year to wingers. Blake has also scored in five straight games when the Eels are favorites. <laughs> Moving on to the Sharks and the Rabbits. So south of the line, they've now covered in 10 straight finals games. You're going to like that one, Oscar, because we've got a bit of generosity from the bookies at the line this yep. week. Um, they'll head into Saturday's game as plus eight and a half underdogs, as we've already said. Ronaldo Militalo anytime, uh, one of the few very few positives for the Sharks oh, he was last so week. Good. Yeah. yeah, he scored in three straight home games against the Bunnies, $2.20 anytime, and Cody Walker was the other one. Sneaky good bet in the finals. He scored in four of South's last five games. Mm. Yeah, right. He's everywhere. T- he is. He's everywhere. I tipped him in now in our uh, 
weekly preview. Oh, we piece. did? Yes. Yeah, right, Katie. okay. Oh, didn't yes. send that through the group chat. He did well, actually send it to me twice and I didn't back <laughs> it. So. Oh, holding out on the boys. <laughs> did we take any bloody good bets last week? Uh, 15K on the Eels head-to-head at $1.50 um, and yep. 20K on the Rabbitohs head-to-head at $1.75. Both very comfortable bets. All you can do is find the winner, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. How about mad multis? Thousand dollars into just shy of ten thousand five hundred dollars. So yeah. this is a cheeky three legger on Eels Raiders. Will Penasini anytime? Waka mm. Blake anytime? And Eels second half handicap. Okay. This next one's for you, Oscar. I don't know if this might have been you, mate. So oh. It's a good little NRLW <laughs> bet. And stop oh, me, okay, stop yeah. me if I pronounce it was definitely it. him. No, no, it wasn't me. But <laughs> let me hear it. Stop me if I pronounce any of his names wrong because I probably will. But four hundred and fifty dollars into just over sixteen thousand. Oh, That's a yeah. confident bet. That is, that is a well confident done. Bet. This is an yeah. NRLW. Yeah, them. this is especially he's smiling. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. They must have been listening to our content. <laughs> yeah. Surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's gone. Or she has gone. The Knights to beat the Dragons. Kiana Takorangi. Yep. Am I saying that right? Takarangi. Anytime. Yep. Talia Fuimano. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Just the wow. Very nice. All right. Nice. That's actually nice. not a big. It's just, nah. it's just decent. Yeah. Just a big stack. Fuimano yeah. got moved late into the centers. I wonder if they knew that. She's usually the five eighth for the Dragons. Mm, so yeah, I wonder if. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Congratulations again. Hey, you know about if I walked in with a win like that. <laughs> and finally, don't tell them is though. Uh, 20K on the Raiders Yuck. plus yep. six Yuck. and a half. Yep. Oh, dear. And uh, again, 10K on the Raiders Yuck. plus 18 and a half alternate line. That was paying $1.24. Unlucky. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, just the two. All right, Ryan, thanks very much. Thanks, boys. Well, guys, only two games to choose from again this week, but as has been the case, every round early payouts available at Neds this week. Back any team head-to-head, and if your team leads by six points or more at halftime, you're going to be paid out early. Where should we be looking this weekend, Oscar? Uh, I'm going to take the Eels. I think um, if they're going to win this one, they've got to start strong. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm not ruling out them, you know, maybe sneaking away with a six-point lead at halftime. So, okay. Yeah. Don't know that at all. Matter. I'm with the Eels as well, actually, because I think the, there's more pressure on the Cowboys at home to perform, mm. and I wouldn't be surprised if the nerves get to them, some of their younger players as well. So, yeah, I think Parramatta could jump out to an early lead. All of this is making sense to me. Jerome. I'm going the Rabbits um, okay. because they're they're at their home ground, of course, stadium. Um, it's not. It's, I don't think it's a Penrith is, you know, it's not good for Penrith to be there, but mm. I think they'll get off to a great start, um, but I do think the game will come back in uh, towards the end. All right, there you have it. Early payouts available for your first $250 stake. T's and C's apply. They're available at the website, and if you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. A couple of legs fell over last week, guys, but more importantly, both of the podcast multis the AFL team had fell over. Still think that's a genuine stitch up, having two. Yeah. Couldn't get one home. I'm assuming Dylan was back into the fold last week, was he? Well, yeah, he had a multi with Alistair Lynch. The first two legs got up and then it came down to the Sandful Grand Final. And <laughs> Dylan said he had a hot tip from his mate. There was a sure thing. <laughs> oh, one of those me. That will absolutely. And it yeah. fell over. He's so, taken the absolute piece. Oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Surely. <laughs> That's absolutely. It's at the Sandful Grand yeah. Final. <laughs> Something he hasn't watched all year. I know little about AFL, but there was a week that he tipped North <laughs> Melbourne to knock off someone too. And quite frankly, the four of us could beat North Melbourne yeah. in, uh, in yeah. current touch. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm certainly in the market of driving the nail into the coffin wherever possible. So let's have another winner this week. Please. What do you reckon, Ryan? We're actually starting with you here. I am going with Kyle Felt anytime. Um, he scored a try in six of his last seven appearances against the Eels, and he was a little bit quiet against the Sharks a couple of weeks ago, but I think he's due. Okay, $2.10. Don't hate that. Gerald, you're in the same game and on the other side of the field. I am. I'm going Murray to Alangi. Uh, yeah, I just think I, I went well with him two, three weeks ago. He come through with me, and um, I think they go down that left a, a little bit as well. And 
yeah, I like him a lot. I think both wingers will score this weekend for the Cowboys. I think they're they're surgical when they need to be, and I think they will be this weekend. Two dollars fifteen for two alongy mm-hmm. anytime. Don't hate that either. Nice. Now Oscar and I are both on Sunday. I'll Beautiful. go first here. Brian Toto anytime try scorer. I've gone with yep. Taylor May ruled out. I think that's the going to be their favorite side. Toto's dollar seventy eight anytime try yeah, scorer. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, and like you've it. hinted at it a few times. What's your leg this week? Yeah, I didn't go an anytime scorer this week. I think the values on that Souths line so. Plus eight and a half. Yes. Um, yeah, I, like I think it's going to be tight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my least favorite leg until that stat that Ryan said before. They've covered the line in the last 10 finals yeah. games. Yeah, well, solid yeah, numbers. It's now my favorite. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. It's going to be tight. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. It's always going to be tight. Like we, we spoke about it. In a prelim. Tight. It's going to be tight. Two dollar lines Quite. available at Ned's, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's go back over this. Kyle Felt anytime two dollars ten for Ryan Murray to Alungi anytime two fifteen for Gerald Brian Tyre anytime a dollar seventy eight for me and South's eight and a half line two dollars for Oscar eighteen dollars snap thought. it up yeah, yeah. likewise you know what yeah. boys I'm not gonna lie to you last week I did say I was gonna get after it now I've been looking after my son I actually didn't get to do that right a okay. chance well, before to get after it and that's why I fell over so <laughs> when I walk out of this podcast room today. I'll be getting after it. It's the second last one of the season, punters. If you want to have a crack at it, it's available under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Neds app. For the second last time this season, we're going to have final thoughts, and I'm going to kick it off this week. I just wanted to say a big thank you to Ryan. Oh, stop it. For the season that we've had. You're you're not going to be here for the grand final show. No, I'll be away as of next week. I'll be in the States and in Canada, so I'm sad that I'm going to be missing the the big one with you boys. Can you... can you do a recording for us or something? I probably could, yeah. yeah could yeah. Skype in or something. Yeah, yeah. just do but something for us. We've got to do a Mad Monday. That's yeah, I don't, like, I don't think it's right that we don't You have some a part of you here on the podcast for the last one. Oh, I'll always be in your hearts. Oh, yeah. Are you on spirit. location oh. for the NFL punting <laughs> podcast? And if so, how have you managed that? Only five episodes in and we've done bloody 30 years. <laughs> don't know. I really don't know. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Um, yeah, no. Nah. Uh, it's, been, it's been a fantastic year, boys. It's been really fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to next year already. What do you a have ride. a final? Final, final thought for us? I do, um, other than saying thank you, but I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the prospect of maybe having a Western Sydney grand final. Like the mm. Eels get up on on, Saturday, on Friday night and then it's against Penrith. Like mm. that's going to be huge. Intriguing I, at that point of the season too, given that the Eels won the first two and then mm. the Panthers have come back and won pretty handily in the finals there. I'm just yeah. picturing Matt Nable's uh, voiceovers. Gina. <laughs> yeah. These pair of pa- yeah. Penrith Panthers. On the back of um, the music, Shanks and Shivs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be a promo? Well, I'm here Absolutely. for that. Absolutely outstanding. <laughs> What's your final thought, Gerald? Right, look, we spoke about it earlier in the week. I think this is a... You know, I think Penrith have got all the pressure on them. Mm. Like this, if they don't, if they don't go through to this grand final. I think the dynasty that we spoke about, it's you know they're still alive, they're still very young, but you know I, this is the time for them to go on a run. Like they could win two or three in a row, mm. I think grand finals. And if they miss this one, they might miss the jump. It might kill their confidence a little bit. Um, you're not going to be able to keep everyone as well. We've seen a lot of exits um, at Penrith as well. So, yeah, I think this is this is it for them. Um, I think make or break. I think they're obviously going to still be a great side, but this is we're, this is the best we're going to see Penrith. I think for, for the next ten years where they are right now. So if they lose this weekend, it could be uh, it could it could really suck for them and their their fans. Uh, you know, building that dynasty. Oscar, 
Yeah, I won't add to the South's rhetoric. I've spoken enough about, <laughs> Wait, about my South boys. Fan. Oh, yeah, in case I didn't mention. Um, no, I'm swinging back to the NRLW. I'm really excited for the semifinals this week. Uh, for the Roosters, I've spoken about her ad nauseum this year, but halfback Racine McGregor uh, was, was rested last week. I'm really looking forward to seeing what she can do on the big stage in the finals. Mm. I think she'll... Yep. Um, by the end of the year, I think she'll be a household name. So, yeah, looking out for Racine McGregor on Sunday. All right. Episode 29, done and dusted. Thank you for joining us, punters. We've had a great time delivering it. Hope you've had a great time miss you, listening. Oh, we will miss you, safe, mate. Miss you too, boys. <laughs> Love you. Enjoy the footy this weekend, punters. Catch us on all of your favourite podcast platforms, on YouTube as well, and on the socials. If you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on your favourite platform. And always remember to gamble responsibly. Responsibly.